This episode is brought to you by Clavio. Clavio is an e-commerce marketing automation platform with automated email flows that let you make money while providing a great user experience. And with Clavio, you don't need to sacrifice advanced features and powerful functionality for speed and ease of use. To see this tool simplify your e-commerce email and SMS marketing, go to www.clavio.com. I'm Amy Mongeta, and this is Conversations with an Email Guru, a podcast dedicated to helping startups grow their businesses through best-in-class email marketing. Every single week, I'll be talking to you about email strategies and best practices to help you understand, develop, and exhaust your email channel to reach more customers. You can do this, and I'm here to show you how. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number five of Conversations with an Email Guru. I'm your host, Amy Mongeta, ready to rock a hot topic today, especially for e-commerce and direct-to-consumer brands, the great discount balance. But before we do that, I wanted to make sure to update you on a few things. First, we are now in May. If you didn't listen to the bonus episode, May Email Ideas, I recommend it. It will give you some unique ways to stand out in your recipient's inbox, help to encourage sales, and also integrate email with other channels, which is always a bonus. Next, I'll also be offering an email intensive to help business owners of startups and small businesses get their email program started. This will be a live five-week course that will cover email goal setting all the way through setting up some lifecycle programs and email campaigns. So if you're interested, email me at conversations at emailgrowthsociety.com to be added to the enrollment waitlist. Okay, on with the episode. If I have heard it once, I have heard it a million times. We need more promos, said almost every company trying to sell a product or service. (sighs) And after auditing their email, that is all they have. Two to 12, yes, 12, promos going out every month. Some are super cringeworthy too. No judgment if this is your brand. They actually have one deal that they are emailing out multiple times a month just packaged with a different headline that correlates to this to the time of year. So an example of this is maybe the discount is a BOGO on their product and they, they're using this BOGO every single email, but the headline is sometimes stimulus savings or Memorial Day sale. With that said, let's do an exercise. So I want you to think of a brand that has done this to you. Remove yourself out of the business owner. I need to sell more of my product and think closely at opening up your inbox and seeing promo after promo after promo. How does this make you feel? With my email marketing hat removed as a consumer, I find the emotions a bit overwhelming. First, I always feel like I should wait, right? If I wait, I am bound to get a better promo. Next, I kind of get numb to seeing these. The brand pops up in my inbox and I say, eh, and delete 
because they have conditioned me to know that there is only a promo in that email, no real value. And since I don't want to buy anything today, I don't even need to look at it. And slowly, I will stop looking all together. Guys, do you see this? This is what we call recipient conditioning. It is a huge factor in your email marketing success and reconditioning is really, really hard. So you have to have the right balance with your email marketing to avoid being totally ignored or even worse, getting spam complaints and having your email end up in the Gmail promotions folder until the end of time. The balance lies in value. You have to serve up 80% value-oriented email and 20% of the time promotions offering discounts. Reality, promos never offer value. I don't care how you want to swing this one, but they don't. So the primary focus of a promotional email is to get the word out to potential customers or leads about your product or service. Common email promotions include coupons or other discounts, access to exclusive content, or maybe in the best case scenario, admittance to an invitation-only event. But at the end of the day, you are looking for a direct response of some kind. So now if you're hinging your email marketing success on a majority of promotional emails and offering discounts every single time, well, as you saw above, you are going to increase your list churn as users will begin to be conditioned to wait and potentially ignore as they will associate your brand with little value and always needing to buy something. So to achieve balance, you can still do a promotional style email without offering discounts. This should be your 80% of the time play. Then 20% of the time, you offer a fun, exciting discount that will get recipients excited. So let's explore some ways to promo without offering discounts. First, bundles. Bundles, bundles, bundles. So if you can take your products and bundle them somehow, for instance, maybe you're a supplement company and you sell a variety of vitamins that can solve a bunch of different things. If you know your persona, for instance, is looking for energy boosts, you could create an energy boost bundle by taking three of your products that would increase energy, bundling them for a savings. Then you can serve up an email that specifically talks about energy drains, right? The times of day and like how to sustain a balanced energy through the day and offer up this bundle at the end. That is a really good way to add value, but not to come out and say, use this promo code discount 15 at checkout. It adds value and the bundle is going to be great because they can see value in those products due to what you serve them up for content. Okay, next, 
we have like relevance to product. So with that, we're talking about how can you use a time of the year or you know, day of the week or something that's important based off a calendar to align to your product. Some of the May ideas were in this topic. So for instance, May is Allergy Awareness Month. If you have the ability to align your product to reducing histamines, hypoallergenic um, properties, if you're gluten-free, soy-free, whatever, this is a perfect way to use the relevance to the product. And you can sell just as much introducing your product under a relevant topic. Perhaps there's something going on in the world. That's a big deal. You know, we could use last year, the COVID um, pandemic, it's still going on. But when it first hit, some, some, companies were able to align products as value add for people to be able to see a lot of value in that product due to the relevance happening in the world at the time. So this is a really great way to move away from those crazy promotional emails. Look ahead if you follow the podcast, I'll offer email tips ahead of the given month every month, but look ahead, see what's going on, try to be agile and use the relevant topics to align your product so that you can sell more product based off value. So this is a really great way. The third way is, and I've talked about this before, educational topic to product. So you have got to sit down and jot your thought leadership uniques. That is one thing I always recommend to brands. If you know who your personas are, you need to start sort of like a content map of your persona in the center and then all of the topics, the pains, the challenges that they go through around that persona. Then you can go, okay, I can talk about this pain and here's the product that solves that pain. This is such a great way to serve up your product and your brand, but also to become a thought leader. And the best part about this, I'll tell you a story. I have a lot of clients that traditionally are on Amazon. And you know the typical Amazon buyer, you might be one yourself, is very, very discount. Um, they're discount motivated. That is just how they are. So um, they feel like they have some loyalty and discount being an Amazon customer anyway, right? Because of Prime and free shipping. And a lot of times the products are a little bit cheaper there. But when we serve up communications to Amazon customers, what we find in the research that we've done is that they respond really well to promos, but they're like the group before in that you can't, you can't give in to that strategy just because you know they like promos because they don't buy frequently. We want to have people engaging with our emails, opening it up 
all the time. We want the engagement from the top at the open rate so we can get them to buy our product. So you have to condition these folks to be better at opening the email so maybe the topic will resonate. Now, when we when we do this migration, basically, we're trying to get Amazon customers to start purchasing in Shopify or on the web, we see educational topics are the way to move these customers. Because for the first time ever, they've stopped looking at your product as, I need a magnesium supplement, so I'm going to buy it at the cheapest discount on Amazon to, wow, I just got this email about all these tips and tricks about um, magnesium, and did you know I also needed B12? Because the education was there. So my point is, you should really create a content map that allows you to understand all those pains. And then you can start writing these emails and it's super organic to layer in a product. That is a great, great tactic. Another way to promo without offering discounts is through loyalty and reward points. Um, You can do um, like certain times of year. I know a couple of my clients do it every quarter. You can say, you know, you're going to get a loyalty or reward point. It's double the points this weekend for purchases um, of $50 or more. And that's just a really great way. Um, it's a nice way because you can you acknowledge the loyalty of the customer. So you're able to, people love getting a reward. One of the best promos out there, right, is like spend $50 and get a $10 gift card for every 50 you spend. It's because people like getting something back. We always think that they just want to save 15%, but actually giving them something back is great. So in this case, you could do, you know, four times a year, we're doing our double, triple the loyalty reward points based off of a purchase amount. And, you know, in this email, you can offer user generated content that shows the fan favorites of the month or the quarter. Um, That's just a really good way. You know, people love that kind of stuff. They love seeing what others are doing with your products. So great idea. Um, Another really simple way, if you're going to run a promo, sometimes think about leaving your customers out of it. I know this sounds crazy, but you've heard me say this over and over in almost every episode. You have to have your list segmented into leads and customers. They have to be treated differently. We are looking for customers as a lifetime value, and we can usually get our customers to purchase with all of the above tactics. What we don't want to do with our customers especially is get promo fatigue with them. So sometimes if you know, for instance, you're going to be running several promos for a month, find a few that your customers can be left out of and you can do it for leads only in a conversion attempt to get them to purchase for the first time and move over to the customer side of the fence. This is a really easy one and I just want to bring it up so you guys can consider that. Um, Another one that's super easy to layer into an email is recommended for you based off your last purchase. 
I can't stress this enough. I know a lot of people are so scared to use dynamic content and dynamic elements. But if you simply know that somebody purchased a set of earrings the first time, you can automatically set up a, a small flow that within, you know, 10 days or so, um, checks in on them, asking how they're liking their earrings and recommends a couple of products based off of that earring purchase. This is a really good way of getting more products out there, getting an upsell, but also not having to throw a discount code out there. We want to think, we really want to start to think that discount codes should be rare. And when we talk about them, um, Customers need to understand that like this is the occasion to take advantage. So recommending um, recommending for you based off your last purchase is a really quick win. And you can add this into just even the bottom of emails every now and again. You would be amazed on how people love suggestions that feel like they're for them. Another way is you can do product-specific flows. So this is a really good one. If you sell multiple products, you probably have a product that sells far more than your other products. Um, some of these products, like for instance, if we go back to the supplement example, we know that consistency with supplements is huge, right? So we might want to layer in um, an email that talks about, you know, making sure they remember to reorder their original purchase. Um, but we can create product flows that, you know, maybe are six months, nine, 12 months long that contain a few different emails. And they're very specific to checking in to see how they like their product they purchased, reminding them to reorder their purchase, giving them some education on five other ways they can use this supplement. Like, did you know that this supplement is great for before a workout, it's great for a 3 p.m. energy boost. You can give them other alternative ways. You can layer in what I just mentioned before. You can have an email that says, based off your last purchase, here's a few other products that are recommended for you. Um, you can also talk about subscribe and save if you have it. So this is a perfect time to say, hey, did you know that it's you can save time and money if you subscribe and save? So by creating this flow, this takes a little bit more of an upfront work lift, but this one's automated and will allow you to nurture this purchase path over time, which is really nice um, for saving time. And this is a really nice way to consistently get objectives met by not having to offer a discount code. Um, speaking of subscribe and save, subscribe and save is another really good program. If you just want to talk to, or if you want to send an email out that can give you back, um, lots of opportunity, it's through subscribe and save. So if we can touch on the key solutions that subscribe and save solves, then this is a really great email to send. And I like to send a subscribe and save email to, you know, every so often to the people that have not yet taken up subscribe and save. So we can actually um, segment users typically 
knowing who is um, a member of subscribe and save. And then what we can do is we can remind those users that are still purchasing one time to join subscribe and save. So this is another way where we can get some pretty significant purchases. And the bonus here is it's recurring revenue and it's predictable. So this is great. We, we think of subscribe and save like a membership. So this is a way for an e-com or a D2C that's not membership based to have, um, to have a membership. And then last but not least, you can always offer sale items in the nav or at the bottom of the email just as a compliment to the email. That's another way to sort of um, promote items without having to offer discount codes. And so one of my favorite examples of this is Gap. Every single email, it doesn't matter if they're, you know, talking about um, wearing purple for peace or if they are... Um, showcasing a brand new product launch at the very bottom of the email, you always see a grid of images that shows their sales. And after sort of looking at their email data, um, you can tell that that is an area where a lot of people click. And so even if we can just encourage the click to get people to our site, that's one more chance that we're going to get somebody to purchase. So that's a really, really, really good way to just, again, subtly layer in that purchase path without having to offer a discount code. So before I end this episode today, let's bring this to life. So remember that your cadence of how many emails you send per month will depend on feedback surveys and doing some testing. Um, this will be covered in another episode. But let's hinge um, on the example of sending five emails per month, which is usually what I recommend for clients anyway as a starting point. Imagining that we don't have any automated flows in place. So all we're doing right now is sending five emails per month. And let's put ourselves into a brand we all know, Nike. So this is what their email calendar could look like. Week one, they send an email, how to reduce pain while running. They offer educational tips on how to reduce the pain. And then the products at the bottom are running shoes that were engineered to reduce injury. Week two, they have yoga fan favorites. This one can include some yoga tips while showcasing favorite yoga wear and user-generated content is included in here. Week three, they have members only new merch unlocked. So they're sending this email to members only, and this is all of the new merchandise that members can jump in and purchase ahead of everybody else because they're a member. Again, no discount needed. And then week four, they start off the week by sending weightlifting tips, showcasing their Metcon shoes and their product attributes as to why they support weightlifting goals. They then follow up with a Memorial Day sale where they're offering 50% off select styles. This is just a sample, but as you can see, Nike would be able to encourage purchases through value. Bonus if you can segment your audience based on purchase habits so you are getting relevant content to them always. As always, guys, please let me know if you have any questions. You can always email me at conversations at emailgrowthsociety.com. 
Take some time this week to map out a few months of con of your content strategy, trying to achieve balance and moving towards the 80-20 model. And until next time, happy emailing everyone.